In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. In this morning's Gospel, we see Jesus actually be astonished at something. Now, there's a few times we see in the, in the Gospels where Jesus is astonished by the faith of people who even aren't really expected to have much faith, or let alone true faith, in the gods. We see with the Samaritan woman, with the woman who had the issue of blood, with the centurion who asked Jesus to heal someone just by his word alone, and Jesus marveled at their faith. Now today we see Jesus marveling, but not in a good way, with this man who had this, fa- this father, who had this son, who had this was possessed by a demon because the father is, is, brings his son first to the disciples and then, and then Jesus comes along and sees this discussion and he asks what's going on and the man says, I brought this, this man to your disciples because he has this spirit, this deaf and dumb spirit and I asked them to help me but they, they weren't able to. And then, then Jesus says, well, how long has he been going through this? And he says, since childhood. And then the man says, if you can help me, please have mercy on us. Please help us and have mercy on us. And this is where Jesus says, if, if you can, what do you mean if you can? What do you mean if I can? And Jesus wants to draw our attention first to this man, but also to us of who he is. If you can. Jesus is the one who created the heavens and earth just by his word alone. Jesus is the one who brought everything from nothingness into being just because he willed it and it happened to be. Jesus is the one who created Adam and Eve and through the Holy Spirit breathed life into them. Jesus is the one who has raised people from the dead. Imagine if you can, if we meditate on who God is and if we ever say in our prayers, if you can, God, we need to stop and say, what is it? That, are we really even praying if we say, if you can, God? Now, Jesus had just come down from the transfiguration up on Mount Tabor. And he revealed himself as to disciples Peter, James, and John. And he had Elijah and Moses speaking to Jesus. Now, think about this. What if Moses said, Lord, if you can... Part the Red Sea for us so that we can cross it. He did not say, if you can. He did it with God's authority and with confidence that God would part the Red Sea. There was no doubt, and, he, and, he did, and, he, and God did part the Red Sea. Now, Elijah. Elijah never said, if you can, Lord, raise... You know, Elijah is another person who God worked to raise from the dead. And when I read about the widow's son who had died and Elijah came, I didn't see any doubt in Elijah. I didn't say, see any, if you can, Lord. He beseeched the Lord. He begged the Lord. And the woman's widow was risen. There's no if you can in our prayers. We pray, Lord, help us. We don't say, Kidia. We don't say, Lord, if you have mercy. We say, Lord, have mercy. There, when we pray, we beseech God because we can. Because God has availed himself to us 
so that we can approach him and pray to him. We've been reading the the epistles of the Hebrews throughout Lent, throughout these past Sundays. And what are some things that that St. Paul has been saying about Jesus? He says he's our high priest, both here on earth and also in heaven simultaneously. He is our God-man. He is almighty. He is full of power. He is the creator. He brought all things from nothingness into being. He is able to sympathize with us. We have a God who sympathizes with us. He co-suffers with us. He knows what we need more than we know what we need. And he knows what we need to ask for even before we need to ask for it. So we have this God who has also experienced the same temptations that we have, except he has not sinned. And so St. Paul says to the Hebrews, let us sinners with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive divine mercy. Now this word confidence in the Greek means more than confidence. It actually means Let me speak freely with you. Meaning it's the same as if a soldier, a mere private, is given permission to speak freely and say what he wants to the general. That's what that word, let us with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace. God has made himself, availed himself to be with us so that we can call upon him and give all of our hopes and all of our wishes, and all of our needs, and all of our desires for our salvation, that we can speak directly to him. So let's go back to this man's, this father's if. If you can, Jesus says, all things are are possible to those who believe, to those who trust in God. Being faithless does not help us at all in our lives. Now, one father, St. Gregory Palamas, actually looks in, into the, what's going on here in this, this gospel. And he says, did this father have any kind of faith when he came to Jesus? St. Gregory Palamas even looks at the words, like I, like I like to look at the words. And he says here, there's one part that, that he, Jesus came and, he, and the, this father said, what's going on? And it says here that the man, the man said, I asked your disciples to to help me, and they couldn't. Now, he looked at this word asked, and the problem with this word asked, he just, in the Greek, it's it's, he spoke. He he was just speaking conversationally with with the disciples. There's no zeal. There's no need. If my son had a demon, I would be tearing my hair out and crying and screaming, Lord, help me. Lord, do your disciples help me? Get do something for me. Not, please help me. So did he really believe in Jesus and by proxy his disciples when he came to them? When we speak to God, God has availed himself that we can beg him. We beseech him. This man, when he saw even Jesus' disciples, should have fallen at his feet and said, disciples, the disciples of our Lord God and Savior, heal my son, help me. So this man, when Jesus says, if I believe, with all, all things are available or possible to those who believe, 
he, this man comes to his senses. He comes to his senses and says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. What a perfect prayer that is. That's the kind of prayer that makes Jesus marvel in a good way. We know and he knows that we have a hard time with our faith. And then, yes, we have faith, and, we ha- and sometimes we have faith, sometimes we have strong faith, sometimes we have no faith, sometimes, many times our faith is lacking. Even praying to the Holy Spirit, Lord, help me in my unbelief, make up for what is lacking. You know more than I do, please help me, and you know my weaknesses, please be patient with me. All things are possible to those who believe. So Jesus, it says, told this uh, demon to get, out of this, to get out of this boy. And it says here, leave him and never enter him again. Jesus knows the demons. And he knows our weakness. Jesus knows that that demon is going to be waiting around and looking for an opening to go back into that boy. Because he knows that once, we make, that once we're healed and we make promises, and we repent, and we're healed. He knows our weaknesses, that sometimes we let our guard down. We must never let our guard down. But even Jesus, knowing this, says to this demon, I got my eye on you, demon. I know you personally. Leave this, leave this person, and never enter him again. That's the kind of possibility that's the kind of power and capacity that God has. Even to draw, take one demon and say, go away forever. So, in our prayers, be careful when we say the word if. Because Jesus is our pantocrator. He is the almighty. He is the all power. Nothing is impossible to God. It says, St. Paul says in Hebrews, that, he, that God even made a promise when God didn't have to make a promise, but God made a promise to Abraham and through Abraham to all of us that he will be with us and he will lead us to salvation and the kingdom of heaven. That is a promise that we can live and depend on. Now, God's promises are not like our promises where we can go and we can go back on our promises and the worst thing that can happen to us if we go back on our promises is that we'll end up being sued and be in the court somewhere and pay a fine, right? God, it's impossible for God to not fulfill his word. If God, for some reason, could not fulfill his word, he would not be God. He would not be almighty. Whatever is keeping him from fulfilling his word, that would be stronger than God. God cannot go back on his word because nothing can constrain him And God can never tell a lie. God always fulfills his words. So if God himself said, I have availed myself to you, come and be with me. Come, you heavy burden, come and be with me. When Jesus says, I have come not to condemn the world, but to save the world, then that they may come to the knowledge of the truth. When Jesus says, come, take, eat, this is my body, and this is my blood given to you for the salvation of your souls, All of these things are God speaking in power and ability, fulfilling his promise that he will never go back on. And so when we pray to him, let us be sure we pray with boldness, with thoughtos, 
with confidence and with the, the confidence that he will fulfill our every need, that especially those that meet, that meet our need for salvation.